and welcome to Anomaly Presents, the podcast that lets you know a little bit of the mayhem that's going to go on November 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Cinema Theater in Rochester by talking about what's actually going to be happening at the festival November 8th, 9th, and 10th in Rochester, New York at the Cinema Theater. My name is Matt Knotts. Tonight I'm joined by our illustrious crew of ne'er-do-wells. I guess we'll go that way this time. I try to mix it up every time. <laughs> so we'll, we'll roll with that tonight. Tonight I'm joined by Aaron Murphy. C. Megan Murphy. Hey. Adam Lubiteau. Hello. And Matt DeTurk. How's it going? And we are going to talk about the festival. Everything, start to finish, what you can expect at Anomaly. It's coming quick. We're about a week out now. Um, so buckle up. (laughs) Our faces dropped. (laughs) It sounds a zoom. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. (laughs) And that's a reference to something we're playing. That's right. So let's just jump right into it. Do we want to talk about the movies that we're showing here? Friday night, November 8th. We start with Daniel Isn't Real, 6.30 p.m., um, I would call it a, uh, I mean, it was like a head trip thriller uh, about, you know, um, reality and fiction about how much you're willing to take to make yourself better. Are you making yourself better? It's really about like, you know, maybe your best self is also your worst self and you carry along with you. But also maybe it isn't in you. It's actually a separate being. Played in this case by Patrick Schwarzenegger, son of someone named Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't, I don't know who that is. And it's got a little bit of humor, a little bit of body horror, which I love. It's, yeah, it's it's a wild ride. It's a great way to kick off a film festival. Oh, yeah, the energy's there. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to, it's going to, it's kind of like you slow roll right into boom, like uh, imaginary friend trying to kill parts of your life off, like. And Adam, didn't it actually just win, like, an audience award at, was it Brooklyn Horror? Yes, it won... Uh, best feature and best director uh, at Brooklyn Horror Film Festival. Awesome. We only bring you the best. That's right. It's something that I, I kind of want to highlight at the top here is that the films that we're presenting here, it's its the first time they're running in Rochester, to be sure. Um, they're also films that have won awards at numerous film festivals around uh, the U.S. and across the world. Uh We've worked really hard to try to curate something that's going to give you the best bang for your buck. Um, And I think Daniel Isn't Real is really exemplary of that. All killer, no filler. That's right. (laughs) Literally killer. (laughs) Speaking of killer, let's talk about a killer outfit. Yeah. It's In Fabric. That's Friday night, November 8th, 9 p.m. In Fabric is... A trip. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie like it. It's singular. Oh my God, I love this one so much. And it's a horror film. It is also an art film. Like 50 50. <laughs> it, it's, it's a perfect, like, visual smorgasbord. Uh, it has just like this metaphorical sheen to it. It's also way funnier than you're going to ever expect this thing to be. And Gwendolyn Christie's in it. Like, surprise. That's, I, I love. Peter Strickland's sensibilities like I just think they're they're so fascinating and now like seeing especially like back to back like the Duke of Burgundy and this you're like oh yeah I I get what your aesthetic is but I have a very hard time describing what it is 
but it's so tactile. Yeah, I've never thought of washing machines as threatening. <laughs> and now I like I think twice because of this movie. I think twice. I love it because it feels like something you would have hallucinated after falling asleep after watching like binging on old European horror flicks. And then, yeah, this is something your subconscious kind of gurgled up and (laughs) it's just, it's indescribable, which is why we have that as a category. This is the perfect example of that. The only way I can even come close, and I I know I've said it to you guys before, but it's like that old show, Are You Being Served? If that was a movie, but it was Ken Russell and Dario Argento making that movie. (laughs) It is so surreal, so bizarre it's got that really kind of bizarre surreal mighty boo style british humor giallo i you name it i have never seen another movie like yeah. it euro horror pop extravaganza there are a couple other things we've got going on on friday one, one thing that's really cool about anomaly is that we've worked hard to not only find features but shorts so every movie you see is going to be accompanied by a short for the most part 99%, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the shorts that we have on Friday night are really special. Uh, running before Daniel wasn't real was the video store commercial. Oh, yes. Anybody want to say a quick few words about that? It is, it is adorable. <laughs> I think that's a really good description of it. Um, I think it is also very funny. Um, and it is, oh, God, what is the word? Is irreverent a good description for that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Oh, Malcolm Gladwell, it would go with your gut. Yeah, go with my gut. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, funny. It's got a little bit of of gooiness to it, oh, God, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> which we're always a fan of. Yeah. It is an awesome way to kick off the festival with the the first thing people are going to see. I was just going to jump in and say that the one playing before in Fabric is one that. It's called The Obliteration of the Chickens, and it makes me so happy because I hadn't seen it before the rest of our screening committee, and everyone, uh, particularly yeah, you, Matt, and Megan, uh, yeah. were literally, you were like, um, you should see this. This is a good time. And Izzy Lee, the director of it, has just been such a joy to like interact with in, I don't even know how to des- describe this film. It's entirely stock footage. Um, it's Herzog-esque. It's kind of nihilistic. It is about the uncaring universe, but through the eyes of the chicken menace. <laughs> great. Perfect. We, we, I, I watched it once, and then I watched it like another three times. Um, <laughs> once you pop, you can't stop. Exactly. It, it sticks with you in, in a really fun way, and it, it's a great way to kind of lead into In Fabric. They're, they're kind of... Get in the right headspace. It, it definitely, it, it's a good like appetizer for what you're going to get within family. Just like crack your egg open. A nice amuse-bouche. <laughs> nice. Ooh, you're classy. That was very classy. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and if that weren't enough, if you happen to be one of our pass holders, you get to go to a really cool after party. All pass holders, and actually anyone who has a ticket to either of those two films. So, oh, that's right. Anyone who literally, if you join, if you if you come into something for Anomaly on Friday, you can come to our after party that night at Knox Cocktail at Village Gate, Ugh. which we are very excited about. It has they're going to do themed cocktails themed to the films, which is super awesome. It's going to be appetizers. It's going to be great. I 
it's going to be amazing. What we're trying to do here is is really kind of give you an experience that that you don't get that often in Rochester. I mean, I'm super stoked on it. Go see some awesome films on Friday. Come talk about them with people at Knox. We're a really fun group. We're all going to be there. We're all really excited about it. We're pumped about it. Um, and we just want to invite everybody to come and talk about what your eyeballs just ingested um, and di- and just discuss it and talk about it and revel in the amazingness you just um, experienced. Absolutely. So many of these movies, they they may or may not end up theatric- theatrically released. They will likely end up streaming. Um, you may not get another opportunity to see these in a, a kind of communal environment and then go hang out with a bunch of people and talk about it. Um, so that's kind of a big push that we've got is kind of celebrating the idea of getting 200 people in a room and, and everybody enjoying the same thing and then walking out and going, did you see that? That was one of the wildest things I've ever been in a room to see. I guarantee you, like at least 85% of these films, you will just be staring at the person next to you after it. And just like a smile is going to break out into both your faces. Maybe a high five, depending, like depending if it's been a long night, but you'll want to do it. It's going to be a very high five centric yeah. couple days for sure. We should really hand out like hand lotion at the door just to make sure nobody has just chapped pa- fives. Or just like little paper hands. So no one has like touched yeah, anybody else. This is a good idea. Yeah. We got you. I'll have hand sanitizer prepared. <laughs> just pass out gloves. Then everyone will go like, what's going on in that theater? <gasps> you have to buy a ticket to see. Speaking of, let's roll into Saturday, shall we? Yes. So we launch Saturday. If you're a pass holder, we start early. It's a quarter after nine. You come. We've got donuts and coffee. We'll get you prepared for the day. Mm. We got a lot to show you on Saturday. I mean, that's the thing. Like a, a whole bunch of us are very much night owls, but man, there's just, there's too many good movies to show. So we got to get up. Too much. Delicious donuts, great coffee and movies. Only thing that'll get me up in the morning. <laughs> Hell yeah. So we launched that at 1015. We've got the shocking, spooky Saturday shorts. <laughs> I like, really that, might put an air horn in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you yeah. read it exactly as we wrote it. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, listen, we're not kidding around. That alliteration is serious. We wouldn't do that if we didn't think that this shorts program was worth it. Also, there's exclamation <laughs> points in there. I don't. I think it came across, but when you see it yeah. in print, you, this is true. You don't toss those just anywhere. Those we are, never those do are that. Placed with purpose. Yeah. We have integrity. <laughs> Judicious exclamation points. <laughs> we don't use them like I use them in text messages. So it's fine. <laughs> This isn't print, it's serious. (laughs) So we went through, what would we say? How many shorts did we kind of watch? How many did we watch overall? All of them. Overall. Oh my gosh. Upwards of 50. I was going to say at least 50. Minimally. Yeah. And we kind of boiled it down. Uh, They were all good. It was great. It was tough to choose. But we boiled it down to the... What did we end up with? 10? There are 11. In 11. This yes. So, yeah, we had we had 10. We took it up to one more from, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for maximum kick your assity. It's kind of the anomaly mission statement. It's 11 shorts that kind of encapsulate everything that we've been trying to do at this festival, right? Who wants to kind of jump in and talk about their favorite short in there or favorite shorts? Because there are 11. Well, my absolute favorite um, is La Llorona, which is a an Indian take on the tale which starts in one direction and then basically becomes 
like before sunrise, before sunset, but with like a vengeful ghost and a dude having a real bad night, just kind of talking it out. And my heart, by the end of it, it was like glowing. I'm like, I love it. Like, like human, human ghost connection is real. We just got to talk our stuff out. It's sweet and it's lovely. And it's just, it'll make you feel good. And like, in like what, like 20 minutes? That's, in the, that's a good deal. 20 minutes to feel good, that's a real good deal. <laughs> so I'm going to go the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm going to talk about corruption. Uh, corruption is a really nasty bit of craftsmanship. Shot completely on Super 8, start to finish, all one reel. And it's, it's a little ditty about the, the creative process. It's another one. I watched it once and then watched it again and then went and grabbed Kara and made her watch it. And then she felt really oogie about it. And then I, I made sure, I was like, everybody, you need to watch this right now. Um, it, it's a mind blower. It's super good. Uh, I'm going to toss out The Boogie Woman, which I love. Just kind of a coming of age story, a little bit of the monstrous feminine. Um, it's just so great. Um, the director, uh, Erica Scoggins, um, has a way with atmosphere that I just, I just love the way this film feels and I'm excited for people to experience it. And it involves a roller rink. There's just not enough roller rinks in movies anymore. And it makes me sad. Co-signed. Absolutely. <laughs> have you seen Skate Town USA? Anyway. Oh, I have not. Yeah. Most <laughs> Patrick Swayze with just like a leather vest, shirtless, skating around. He's the bad guy, but who cares? Oh, yeah. Anyway, no, that, we'll catch up yeah. on that. I'll show you. There's other stuff that happens too, but who cares? Coming in a future episode of Anomaly Presents, <laughs> Skate Town USA. There we go. It, that, that, that was, that's a promise because you recorded it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go to court. <laughs> um, I'm just going to quickly toss out that I actually, I love the short that leads off the program called Toe. Toe is a stop motion gothic folktale it's very much up my alley um it's black and white lots of mist lots of crows lots of weird sound design um and in the end a little bit gross um i i just i love it what else could you want um the only thing other thing i could want is for the actual toe puppets to make an appearance at our festival which they've been touring and i don't think in this case unfortunately we're gonna fit in their schedule Uh, but we'll just have to bring our own toes Aaron, would you like to... <laughs> like attached or... Oh, God, okay. Any way you want it. That's the way you want it. That's as much as we can sing, because we do not have the rights to that. That's as far as we can go. And that's where you stop. <laughs> stop singing, everybody. Um, are we? Is it Capitan Kinesis or is it Captain Kinesis? Because it's got an accent mark on it. My understanding is it's Capitan, but... Cool, I'm just double-checking. Yeah. So Capitan Kinesis, I think, is very, um, I, I always go for the ones that that are surprising, but also uh, not intensely too gory or creepy. Um, but I do like, I like a nice story. Um, so I think it has a nice story to it. It has a twist to it at the end. Um, and I just really enjoy um, the storytelling of it and how it kind of goes through and talks about um this older genuine who lives in a small flat by himself. Um, and that's all I'll just say about it, not to give too much away. And one last thing about our shorts program. We have Starry Grot. And it, it's cool because Starry Grot, uh, it, it has a local connection. Um, 
And that, that local connection, uh, I believe, is joining us. Is that right, Matt? He is indeed. Director and writer Jack Beck will actually be here for a Q&A afterwards. So we're very excited about that. So yeah, please do come out for that shorts program. It's it's going to be following that. We've got Baccarat. Baccarat. Now Baccarat, I have not seen yet. So I, I we I need to lean on Adam and Matt on this one because yes. they are they are the the Baccarat experts. <laughs> Wait, I just want to say one thing. Udo Kier. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll give it back to you guys. Oh, now. That is an important component. Yeah, Thank we you. definitely need to lead off with that. And Sonia Braga, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What's so cool about this one is just the way the story unfolds. It starts in one place. It's kind of a tr- portrait of a close knit Brazilian community, and from there, it evolves and incorporates more and more genre elements. Until it kind of becomes a spaghetti western, kind of a satire, an exploitation film, and is just so much fun to watch. I can't even begin to describe the the number of times since we watched the screener for it that I have thought about this film. It just has it just keeps unfolding like in my mind upon like other things that it's incorporated. It's a whole bunch of elements that sound like almost like it's too much of a gumbo, but man, does it work? Like it's so great. It's just, it's a really cool film. Um, won the jury prize at the Cannes film festival. Yes. Uh, recently won best director at the Sitka uh, genre fest. If I'm pronouncing that right, I think Sitches. Sitches. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. 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 But yeah. It's, it's one that I'm excited for people to see and just kind of experience in a theater setting. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And because we're all about value, there's a short ahead of that one too. What can we say about Nam? Oh, I'll, I'll talk about Nam because <laughs> it's just this gorgeous, almost without any dialogue, just enough, just this gorgeous, like, tale of dread that you just follow along and you know something bad's going to happen and you're like when's when's the other shoe going to drop but it's so beautiful and the cinematography is astounding and then like when it happens you're like of course <laughs> of course it's people it's, i'll give you a little it's it's almost it's almost a vampire story almost but not in a way that you're ever going to expect it's beautiful it's genuinely beautiful i like how in this case you and i have the we're on the like the opposite tra- like sides of this program where I've seen Baccarat and I haven't seen Nam. And so you and I are going to go together and at We're the like, end of each part of the... We balance, we balance. So at four o'clock, we've got, why don't you just die? Hells yeah. <laughs> Hells yeah. The Russian screwball action comedy gore fest. Yes. <laughs> Who wants to jump in on that one? Okay, I'll start because I am exclaiming, oh, when I started watching this, I had no idea what to expect. So the first 10 minutes, all of a sudden I was like, I get it. This is a Looney Tunes cartoon, but it's live action. And it's about horrible people all in the same apartment just going ham on each other. And this poor sap who's stuck in the middle just trying to survive. There's shotguns shotguns and TVs smashed on heads and a bag of mysterious money and this green wallpaper that you get very well acquainted with. (laughs) And it's just, it's just this, it is an escalation of God. Joyful violence seems like a weird term, but it is because the movie's like, listen, nobody's like, it's not serious. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. These are, these are horrible people. Everybody deserves it. (laughs) 
just sit down and watch watch it happen. I mean, this is what I said. Now, you're all going to watch this film and go, what's wrong with you, Megan? But I'll be in the back, and then I can just leave. So judge away. You're going to like it. You're going to like this film. Everyone's going to high-five after this one. And preceding that, we've got, again, another... Amuse-bouche. Yes. <laughs> in the animator. Make a little cart that's just her saying, Amuse-bouche. I, I am going to have a soundboard. It's going to be great. So the, the animator just had the opportunity to watch this not long ago, and it, it is the perfect kind of, again, amuse-bouche to, why don't you just die? And I'm saying that because there's an exclamation point at the end. Um... And we don't play around with exclamation points. We take them very seriously, are, as we've established earlier. They are not a frivolous thing Mm-mm. with Anomaly. Mm-mm. So, yeah, it's a, a claymation <laughs> short that it, it, I will say nothing more than it will set you up for slapstick violence. At 6.30, it's Extraordinary, starring Will Forte and my favorite human being on the planet right now, it, it's Maeve Higgins. Amazing! It's an incredible film. Um, If you are someone who enjoys stuff like the Ghostbusters, this is going to be a film that you're very much going to enjoy. I sound really depressed. If you enjoy film... (laughs) If you enjoy films like Ghostbusters uh, type of feel, you're going to love Extraordinary. It is like a love story wrapped up with... (laughs) Hashtag horror goo. (laughs) Um... Um, wrapped up in human sacrifice, wrapped up in exploding animals. Like it's just very lovely. It's got a little bit. It's got a little bit of gore, a little bit of that British, com- a lot of bit of that British comedy, a lot of bit of love, and then you know enough of that human sacrifice to make this a very lovely genre film. But you should go see it. Why are we laughing so hard? What did I say? If you watched Notting Hill and were like, man, this needs more human sacrifices, have we got the film for you? <laughs> if you watch Bridges Jones' Diary. And you know what this, you know what this movie needs? Mason jars full of ectoplasm. Oh, <laughs> Coming out of a man's mouth. Okay, we're done describing it. I am absolutely not done. Hashtag horror goo. You know, this is my brand. This is important. <laughs> You know you love it. No, stop it. If you saw Love Actually <laughs> and thought, hmm, there should be more blood. Less less Christmas, more virgin sacrifice. Oh, Excellent. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's just delightful. Left all this out of what you told me about this movie. <laughs> Nobody mentioned mason jars full of goo. Oh, no, I blew you in. I'm sorry. Kara, it's okay. I promise. I can handle it. You can handle it. If I can handle it, you can handle it. We'll be in it together. But like multiple mason jars. Like not just one. Okay, It's a plot point. Meg, I'm in trouble. (laughs) No regrets. Why? Listen, listen, listen. I didn't choose the horror goo life. The horror goo life chose me. Horror gooed on you. <laughs> oh God, we're going off the rails again. We did. You gotta edit all this out. No, Almost. no, not a piece. About five minutes. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Just, just, just a little just, dead air. Just to where Aaron stopped talking. 
Aaron's piece was good and the rest is gone. <laughs> good. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, preceding. Shit. <laughs> the amuse-bouche. The amuse-bouche. To Extraordinary. To Extraordinary. Is Night of the Living Shred. I say, I think, I think, Megan, you recently described this as like George Romero, like with more skateboard. I mean, that that covers it. I, yes, that is accurate. Yes. The, the thing, the thing that uh, matches said that I said. <laughs> um, and uh, that's also, uh, we're excited in that case that uh, editor Mark DiStefano will uh, be with us to do a quick little introduction before that and talk a little bit about it. Yes, we are excited Yeah, to bring in local filmmakers whenever we can. So yeah, we're pumped about that one. And at 9 p.m. It's VFW. <laughs> VFW is... <laughs> it's an interesting film for for the anomaly crew because again it was one that that matt and adam kind of saw at the 11th hour yeah that was a last minute edition but a great edition uh kind of a retro throwback action horror extravaganza with all kinds of your favorite character actors from genre films past uh william sadler's in there uh even lang Fred Williamson. George oh, Went. No, what? Oh, God, this is a murderous <laughs> row of character actors. Like, I am so excited to see a bunch of these guys just in a siege movie. And you will see that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it is It is fantastic. <laughs> it's the I'm, thing I want. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> it delivers. I am beyond excited to see VFW. <laughs> I, I have to say, I, it was what? 10 minutes after you saw it, you were texting me going, oh, that that's a Matt movie. He needs to see that movie. <laughs> How like, tempting. I, uh, I gotta wait how long now? It's all red and blue neon soaked and it's got a uh, nice synth score just driving uh, the whole thing. Damn it. Oh, it's great. <laughs> and uh, we are also super excited uh, that in this case, the our screening of VFW is being sponsored by everyone's favorite horror t-shirt company, Fright Rags. Yeah, woo! Right. Yeah, and they're a perfect fit for this movie, so we're super stoked to bring them in on this. And also preceding uh, this is the short film One Last Meal, which is just, I think it's great. Yeah, it's got a Tales from the Crypt vibe that is a lot of fun. And closing out our Saturday night, <laughs> for our folks that are pass holders, both full day, because on Saturday we are offering a full day pass, you can get into all of this. What was it, $45? Mm-hmm. For the Saturday pass, mm-hmm. I'm asking that quizzically because I can't believe that's what we're selling it for. <laughs> it's it, it's too low. What are we doing? What are we doing? I think we hate ourselves, and you get to benefit. It's a goddamn deal. If you know what we're going to show you, buy that pass because then after everything, you get to go over to Skylark for the after party. Jericho is going to be spinning some some tunes. We've got some some fun stuff planned for you. It's going to be a good time. And again, we get to celebrate the, the communal experience of seeing a movie. You get to hang out and talk to some folks. Kind of reflect on what you've seen for the day. Listen to some good music. You get to think about what you did. Snack on some food. Get some drink deals. Be in community in many different ways, however that manifests for yourself. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> you knew I had to do it to you. Of course. November 10th. 
we start big. <laughs> if you're a pass holder, show up at 10 o'clock. It's pass holder nog and ginger dead cookies. <laughs> no, I feel like that needs an air horn again, too. <laughs> I know what you're asking. Why are you serving nog? Why are you ser- serving ginger dead cookies? Good question. It's November. It's before Thanksgiving. What are you doing? <laughs> I'll tell you what we're doing. We are beyond excited to have our first film for Sunday. It's a horror anthology. It's a holiday-themed horror anthology. It's the U.S. preview screening of... Deathcember. Deathcember, everybody! Jingle bell, jingle bell. (laughs) Yeah, an advent calendar of holiday horrors, and it is your first chance to see it anywhere in the U.S. It is... 24 short films uh, by 24 horror directors. Um, We are super excited that it is from um, different stories and different directors from all around the world. Um, So it has a whole bunch of different like tones and styles. Um, There's a little bit of science fiction in it. There's a lot of, a lot of horror in it, a little bit of fantasy in it because it's the holiday season. Um, It just, it crosses so many different avenues and it's just an absolute blast. And Gallons of blood and insane mayhem. Mm-hmm. I, I have to tell you, I talked to my mom today and I'm not bringing up the holidays and Christmas and horror because I talked to my mom today. Um, <laughs> it, it has a little bit further to go with that. I, I described to her the, the first short of December um, and it completely and totally horrified and scandalized her. So I will tell you without any hesitation, this film is not mother approved. Um, it is... It is a scary, devious film. Um, it's an absolute, what, what would you say? It's a stocking full of, of horror luminaries? Yes, a demented Yuletide delight. <laughs> oh, Adam's the poet, everybody. Oh. Let's not get crazy. For horror nerds, let's throw out some names here. We've got Ruggiero Diodato. That's Cannibal Holocaust, is it not? Yes. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, we've got Pollyanna McIntosh. We've got Trent Haga. We've got oh, Sam Wyman. Uh, names amongst names. Lucky McKee? I mean, it, it's unreal, the names. And, and that's what, a quarter of who's involved in this? Wait, this is like the best bang for your buck. You're going to sit down to two plus hours and you're going to get like, it's a, like a candy sampler of like, you know, gore and guts, and I guess you probably learned some lessons, you know, <laughs> as you do. But really, I feel like, you know, you sit down and you see all this stuff, all, and all you have to, all you have to do is get your butt in that seat and put your eyes up towards where the screen is, and we'll do the rest. <laughs> if that wasn't enough, we are also uh, super, super excited that we actually are going to have three special guests in person for the screening. Um, who are going to be with us throughout it and are then going to be involved in a Q&A after the film. Um, we have writer-director Vivian Vaughn. Um, we have composer Andrew Scott Bell, who did the score for um, most of the shorts throughout the entire the entire film. Um, and we have Zach Schildwatcher, um, who is one half of Sickening Pictures. Sickening Pictures is kind of a twofer because there's also a, a short in the shorts program that they they made too. So Yeah, Labyrinth. We're We're super stoked to have Zach aboard with us. 
it's amazing that we've got these guests for this film. We're so lucky to have December for Anomaly. It's beyond words. It's going to be a blast. It's going to just absolutely be so much kick-ass fun. Following that, at 2.30, it's The Long Walk. How to explain The Long Walk? I am super excited for people to see this one because it's unlike anything else in our lineup. It's from director Matty Doe, who is the first and thus far only female filmmaker working in Laos. And it's kind of a, it's a ghost story. There's time travel, murder. It's hard to explain, but I am pumped for people to watch it. I think when we talk about the, like the cross section of genre and we use indescribable to talk about a lot of different aspects where things come together in ways that we're, we're not suspecting. Cause yeah, cause it, it definitely has science fiction and it has a little bit of horror to it, but there are so many other elements that are going on in this, in this movie. There's a whole bunch of aspects talking about like the culture of Laos. And there's some interesting like aspects about the making of it, how it's actually very representative of what the country looks like in rural ways. But at the same time, in a, through a spooky lens, like it's just, it's a fascinating totally singular vision of a film prior to long walk we have the short deliria anybody want to say anything about deliria deliria is a really good example of another type of i don't even know if i would say necessarily indescribable but uh it takes you on a journey you're not really sure where that journey is going and how it started or even how it ends but um i think it has a really good ethereal feeling to it i think the music is incredible I think it's shot beautifully um, and you can kind of take away what you want from the story. What's really awesome also about Deliria is it's a good representation of we had uh, film submissions open uh, publicly uh, through the spring and summer. So anyone around the world could submit to us. Deliria is one of those films that it's from Sweden and Mm. they found us and they submitted to us and we fell in love with it. And we were like, we have to show this film. So that's, I think, a super like fun aspect of this is that of the 16 countries that we have represented in our festival, um, that Delirious is one of them, and they literally saw us in Rochester, and we were like, listen, we think this would be a good fit for you. At 5.30 p.m., it's our documentary. It's about a movie. <laughs> and it's a movie, unlike many other movies we've ever seen. I watched this movie a lot in high school, and people judge me for it. <laughs> But you know what? You don't know me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was the best intro you've ever done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to take it. Oh, no. You Don't Know Me is a fantastic documentary about the uh, pop culture waves that the movie Showgirls that ripple to this day throughout our hearts and our spirits. It's, a, it's about um, a movie that's been called Trash, that's been called a classic, that's been called a trash classic and all the different ways that those descriptions intersect and how people have found their own meanings and uh, their own strength from showgirls. And I think actually there's something that's very interesting about the movie is how it's, we all find things that mean something to us and they don't have to be perfect. Showgirls is not perfect. I know it's, it's tough to say it's not perfect, <laughs> but there is something there. And sometimes you find that thing that means something to you and how it's, I mean, it's, it's helped people. And it's kind of beautiful because if trash can help you, if trash can help you, then everyone can be helped. You can all find that thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like this film a lot. That was beautiful. <laughs> I, I wanted to add something, but God damn it, Megan. All I can say is that... This, you better not be around any staircases. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I've got some pearls waiting for you. Oh, no. Oh, you're no. going to know me, me. Am I Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll take it. I'll take it, doll. I will how, say, how, do you, how do you think I got the lead? Oh, my God. I will say this further proves this, this documentary kind of gives another sh- uh, nice sparkle shine to what I've always called showgirls, which is sparkle trash. So no judgment here, but preceding You Don't Know Me, it's a short that's close to all, all of our hearts. <laughs> it's not custard. It's not custard. And I just want you to focus real hard on that title and just remember in your soul while you're watching. Don't this forget for a second. Very amazing, visceral, um, short. I just, I don't want to say a lot about it. I just want to say being a rude sister has him comeuppance. And two. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to you. You are no me. Stop it. Um, and then I just, I just want you to hold on to remembering that it's not custard. That's all. Hashtag horror goo. It's very Neil Gaiman. Yeah. It, it's very storybook. It, it's lovely. The, the narration very much reminded me of Pushing Daisies. Yes, very much. Yes. So did the music and that whole vibe. So if you like that whole vibe... And just don't forget, it's not custard. <laughs> I cannot stress this I enough. Stress it enough. Not underlined, underlined custard. <laughs> Dead dove, do not eat. <laughs> okay. So I'm sad to say, we're, we're pulling in. It's our very last movie for the inaugural Anomaly Film Festival. It's VHS. Uh, I've been describing this as an 80s pop culture fantasia. Um, a it poet. Is... A poet. I said a poet. <laughs> and he rejects the title. And yet I he do proves it title. time and time again. <laughs> yeah, this is a hilarious comedy that is for, I think, fans of Adult Swim and late night channel surfing. And it's just so much fun. Anyone else fun? <laughs> I I'm looking forward to seeing it. There is a moment in this movie, and it's maybe about 30 minutes in. Um, I have not laughed that hard at a moment in a long time. Um, it's very good. Uh, it's it's one of it. I think this is the other movie that Matt and Adam they watched it and said, "Hey, I think you're gonna like this. Can you watch this?" <laughs> They weren't wrong. Um, yeah, it, it's everything they say. It's to, to give you the elevator pitch, it's kid gets a camcorder for Christmas, uses that camcorder to record late night TV and all of his, you know, wandering around with his friends. Uh, and the tape he grabbed happened to be his parents' wedding video. It's it's super fun that it therefore like jumps between all of those different aspects. And so amongst there being like, really strange like late night sketch comedy 
or sketch comedy that looks like late night TV, there's also elements of sweetness about this kid's life in 1987. So. See, oddly enough, the thing it reminds me of most of is the WNUF Halloween special from a couple years ago. It has that same feeling of like flipping through channels, and but also maybe like an underlying story that kind of starts to evolve. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely nail the UHF TV vibe oh, of yeah. the late 80s. Yep. It, it warms my heart to see a lot of that stuff. A part of me was like, I gotta fix the tracking. No, wait. <laughs> that, that is so deep in you once you've done it. That's I was so impressed at the visual look of it that I was like, how did they emulate it so well? And then, you know, I think it's in the credits. It says actually shot mm. on Betamax and VHS. Oh, physical media. It's so hot. It's beautiful. Also, keep an eye out because there are like a thousand weird little celebrity cameos. Oh, you'll be... The, <laughs> It, it, they're the kind of cameos they'll flash by and go, huh? oh shit, was that really? Yep. The answer is yeah, it <laughs> was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, and as I say, and the, the short proceeding at which we're super excited about, like this pairing, since VHS has such an amazing 80s vibe, we are proceeding it with The Glory Years, which is a short about 90s television nostalgia. So it's like a fun, like 90s, 80s one two punch. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great description. I think the glory years is um, fun, um, and it's got a cute sco- storyline that goes through it. Um, I took it a little hard because um, there's a character named Sean in it, and that's my brother's name, and so I took it personally when things happened. Um, but <laughs> I'll start from the top on that. Um, I think it's a really adorable um, short. I think it's really fun. I think it's got a great story that goes through it. Um, I think um, you don't follow exactly what's going to happen till the very end. Um, and it's just, it's just weird enough where you're like, what is happening? And then turns around and being a little cute and a little bit of weird. So if you like cute and weird, you're really going to enjoy this. It's just, it's a heartwarming, I think, but still weird. So, and that's really anomaly is like gooey and weird and heartwarming and bloody. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was going to close the show, but I may just leave it with that. Anomaly is cute and heartwarming and gooey and weird. Um, yeah, this is that's the last last program we have, but I think it kind of does wrap us up. It, it's been we, we've been working on this for what nine months? No, this time, 14. Four, 14. Is it really 14? Oh God, yeah, yeah. oh god, it feels like two. Yeah. Was it really? Oh man, wow, wow. <laughs> we all got like real quiet and introspective, like you can't see the thousand yard stares <laughs> yeah. on our faces. I mean, they're good stares, they're like, my god. It's coming, but also they're stairs. But one of the things I wanted to say about Anomaly and and planning it with the folks that are in the room and the folks you've heard on the episodes before is that it's been fun to put it together. And some of us were friends before this and some of us, some of us have kind of gotten to know each other as the time goes on. Um, And it it really does speak to the, the communal value of sitting and watching movies and talking about movies that I feel like 14 months later, folks that we were friends with initially were closer with and folks that we didn't know when this whole thing started, we've gotten to be pretty close with as well. And like none of us hate each other. I mean, yet. I mean, yeah. I, let, let's <laughs> leave that. We still have There's still time. a week, exactly. give or take. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's so, always the hope. Right, right. <laughs> I'm hoping to really piss someone off. So. Throw yeah. that swerve in. I want to say this really nice, sweet stuff before the weekend, because after we may not be speaking anymore. It was me, Austin. But But yeah, and I think that's kind of, I don't want to encapsulate it for everybody else, but for me, I think that's really what Anomaly is. It's taking that 
communal thing where you walked into a thing where you weren't really friends with everybody, but by the end you're like, holy shit, we really sat here and enjoyed this together. And, you know, I, I feel like if you're coming to the, the festival and you see these movies, you'll see these people around Rochester because we know how small Rochester is. Mm. Right? So you'll give them that old high school, what's up, head bob. Because you saw those movies together and you went through some cool shit. Yeah, you you saw stuff. Yeah. And he came out the other side and we're all survivors. But in like a really fun way. Well, no, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, listen, listen. You're like, yeah, we went through intense stuff. Like for everybody else, we went through some intense stuff. But when we're together, like that was fun as hell, right? Let's do yeah. that again next year. Exactly. It's that roller coaster feel, but for three days. And that's why we think we should. you should join us. And we should join you for the Anomaly Film Festival. Come watch things in the dark with us. Yes. Yes. November 8th, 9th, and 10th. Tickets on sale now. Anomalyfilmfest.com. They are on sale right through to the day of the show. If you don't get your tickets online, you're more than welcome to show up to the theater and buy them. Come buy them. Come watch movies. They're weird. Watch them. (laughs) Okay, bye. If you want to learn more about Rochester and Buffalo's wide range of diverse cuisines, Nominate Meals might be for you. The fun part is you have no idea what you're going to get until you pick your meal up at one of our fantastic events. All you have to do is go to NominateMeals.com and order a meal for two for $40 that features dishes from one small, typically minority-owned restaurant. We run events at Three Heads Brewing, Fatty Beer Company in the neighborhood of Play, and also Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. We offer drink pairings for sale that pair with each dish for that night, which really adds to the experience. Go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event and join the nomination.